0: Welcome to Talking Giants presented by Seeky. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Panic, And we have with ourselves a Cowboys preview as we begin the Tommy DeVito era. Justin, how
2: are you? Oh, boy. Here we go. Into the, uh, into the wilderness we go, Bobby Skinner. Uh, some fun football coming up. Can't wait. So excited. Tommy DeVito, Dallas Cowboys defensive front. Really fits the strengths of the Giants offensive line. Um, And the Cowboys' offense has really been dwindling the last month, and and they're not playing their best football right now. Are the Cowboys, like, the quietest team in the NFL? Like, I could have said all those things. The Cowboys are, like, the quietest team in the NFL over the last month. Nobody talks about them anymore.
0: I I mean, I know they lost to the Eagles, but I actually thought they looked pretty— Like I thought that was one of their best offensive games, uh, considering the opponent.
2: I was being sarcastic.
0: Um, Oh. Okay. Um, Before we get into this preview, this episode was brought to you by Rob Dempsey, Clint Dempsey. Do you know who Clint Dempsey is? No. Bad
2: American. Justin, who are these people? These wonderful people went to patreon.com slash talking giants. So for $2 a month plus some other cheers, you get a hand with us live while we record the shows. Bobby was sending some stickers in the mail, plus there's some shirt raffles. Patreon.com slash talking giants. That entire intro that I did was very sarcastic, by the way. I don't know if anybody picked up on that we didn't um tommy devito justin
0: first start in the nfl playing against the most like relentless pass rush that just causes chaos down in and down out like we we obviously saw that offensively man this is gonna be it's just gonna be a sight to see like with this passing game like do you lean on the run because i actually think the Giants can run halfway decent on the cowboys but if the Cowboys don't give a damn about Tommy DeVito the passing game. Then they won't be able to do as much. Um, this is just a this is a, this is a chaos defense. They cause chaos, and when you're facing Tommy DeVito, a defense like this is licking its chops when the Giants have the offensive line that they do in front of them.
2: Is this not going to be the talking point every game for from here on out? About like unless there's maybe a change at quarterback and there's more veteran more veteran presence in there, I guess. But is the approach just not? lean on Saquon Barkley and see what happens from there and see if something else can open up from there.
0: I mean, versus the Raiders, like they could actually like throw the ball and run some concerts because they're able to protect versus the Cowboys. Like it's to bet on protection. It's going to be a lot. And then if you're just kind of running quick game and stuff, like you're probably going to bait DeVito into some mistakes or some in- inaccurate throws that will lead to turnovers. So, I mean, yeah, when you're playing Philly and Dallas with Tommy DeVito at quarterback with this offensive line. Yeah. But it it's way more so, right? Like next week can you play the Commanders, like I, I yeah, you got want to lean into Saquon, but it's not out of like fear. It's out of like being smart. This week against the Scowboys pass rush with DeVito, it's uh it's it is it is fear based, you know, kind of the way they play the Jets defense.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I, so here, here, here's like what I'm looking at for. It's not even so much like, oh, can the Giants be successful? I want to know, will the Cowboys give us what we want and put Micah Parsons on Andrew Thomas? Or are they going to be smart and are they going to put Micah Parsons everywhere and anywhere but on Andrew Thomas so Micah Parsons can win on a consistent, consistent basis? And.
0: Yeah, they move him all over the place, and I think that's something that they like to maybe do within the division is, hey, week one, we lined him up on the right tackle, and then we lined him up in the A-gap a lot. But you could see them like, you know, the Giants are obviously – like how they could change their tendency. Where, hey, we're going to put Parsons on the left tackle, and then we're going to throw all this other stuff. But their, their pass rush – I mean, they got seven sacks, 12 QB hits on 35 dropbacks, and it wasn't even QB generated in this game. So just imagine with DeVito, whose eyes just go down when there is pressure – and looks to scramble. Like you're not going to be able to scramble versus Cowboys defense. They're going to line up Michael Parsons all over. So like obviously we you got to run the ball, right? And the Giants second best rushing performance on on an efficiency basis was against the Cowboys. So you got to run up the gut too, right? Like they've got a lot of speed on the edges. Don't try and get out on the corners a ton. Go up the gut, especially when when they line up Michael Parsons in the A gap Justin. I don't care if it's second and 12. Run at him run at him and force him to play the run and don't allow him to get one-on-ones with your starting center and starting guard. Um, And then when you do get into some of your play action, you've got to block everybody. You cannot assume they're going to chase the run either. This is a defense that's looking to cause havoc. They are not going to chase the run on the backside. And we even saw them, we saw them blow up two plays in the in the week one game, by that uh, by that happening, they are going to try and get upfield. They are not going to be playing perfect rush lanes. They're looking to attack, and have you know they're looking to have an eight sack, two interception type game.
2: Is there a receiver that breaks forty yards this game
0: on the Giants? Yeah, yeah, I think Slayton probably does because okay. i i i think he's going to be the number one part of the progression right mostly and you saw them do some concepts that DeVito like like they they actually got into four verts versus the Raiders i know it's like i think they're going to try and do some stuff to you know find holes in like that 10 to 20 yard range because the Cowboys are probably going to be jumping on quick game if you can protect for just enough so yeah i would i would say slayton probably you know they're not playing obviously Diggs is injured they're still doing well with bland and gilmore um but yeah, I, w- I would say Slayton. Um, and this is the game, Justin, where I would probably be the offensive game plan was the worst for the Giants week one because they had these long developing plays um, because they thought they were going to be running this different type of pass offense and they just couldn't protect against it. So I'm, exce- I'm not excited. I'm interested to see how the Giants, they're not going to pass the ball a lot, but when they do pass it, what type of stuff are they trying to work? Because you can even say work quick game versus their pass rush, but to work quick game, you got to be, You got to be on your game, right? You cannot be making mistakes. You can't be second guessing. And that's something that DeVito does. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what type of concepts they put out there for DeVito to try and get him comfortable.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, You you mentioned um, how Diggs went down. uh, You know, week one, we saw Diggs. And now we're seeing a Cowboy team without Stefan Diggs. And it's crazy how De'Ron Bland has, he's like playing at like an all pro. Level. I mean, uh, you know, if if you get the interceptions and you have pass deflections and you force turnovers, he also has three pick sixes this year, three touchdowns, which is crazy. One against the Giants. Um, One one against the Giants. So it's crazy how Deron Bland, this fifth round pick last year from Fresno State, twenty four years old, not really this big or overly fast corner. It's crazy how this guy has just stepped into being like a CB one for the Cowboys, a guy that they initially envisioned would be a slot guy in this year because you have Diggs and Gilmore on the outside. And now Deron Bland is playing at an all, at an all pro level, forcing, forcing a bunch of turnovers. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. The, the Dan Quinn is, I don't think he'd be a good head. Maybe he could be a good head coach. If he got his chance, but he knows how to get the most out of every, every single
2: guy. Yeah. And Um, also he, his defenses continue to force turnovers. Like I'm waiting for the year and this is like my my like NFL cowboy talking point after year one of Dan Quinn's defense is, well, they're not going to force as many turnovers as they did the previous year because sometimes that could be like a volatile stat that changes year to year. It's not for Dan Quinn's defense. Every single year, they're top, ten, top five in turnover rate, and I think even right now they're eighth in the NFL in forced turnover rate on defense. So every year, it's just a thing that they do. Obviously, we, I mean, we talked about it a little bit.
0: I do not want to pound Saquon into the ground, but you gotta lean like you gotta let to get carries. Hell, if you want to give Dion jo- Jackson a very a few carries, I don't I don't care about that either. But obviously you want to lean on the run, be careful getting around the corner. They got too much speed on the edges. They have that rotation of D-linemen who are looking to cause chaos. But they are a little they can be leaned on in the interior. And like I said before, when they put Parsons in the A-gap, run at them. Like I would run unless it's like third and, fifth, and maybe Maybe even even if it is third and fifteen, because you're not going to get a 16 yard play with Tommy DeVito, and I, the Giants can't run a screen for shit. I, every single time they put Michael Parsons in the A gap, I would run the ball every single time because if you don't, it's more than likely going to lead to a negative passing play.
2: Yeah. Oh, Saadigizua, you know he's an interior guy that I think week one we talked about Bobby that the Giants can maybe run at him a little bit. I think he's having a I think he's having a really good year. Uh, I think he's even making some plays in the run game that. I I wasn't expecting, um, you know, Osa Digizua being good makes me sour about Owa Digizua being bad for the Giants all those years ago. So um, Cowboys defense is good, but I I do think, like, the Giants should lean. Giants run blocking and the Giants offensive line, we didn't really talk about it in, in the mailbag, but the Giants offensive line did, like, look like its best version of itself this year. Lo and behold, Andrew Thomas being back and Pew shifting the guard and, you know, now that Evan Neal's out of the lineup, which Tyree Phillips may be an upgrade over Evan Neal. This, again, we may be saying is the best-looking Giants offensive line, but obviously it's a very, very tough test, even, even going up against this Cowboy-run defense, too.
0: Yeah, and hopefully you'll have Bredesen in there over Golinski, who was a, you know got benched after this game. Evan Neal played bad. JMS played all right, except for when Parsons lined up in the A-gap, and then Bredesen and Thomas weren't there. Thomas was injured, and then Bredesen didn't have his best game, but it wasn't disaster, so... It should be a little better, it's just now we have Tommy DeVito at quarterback and the Cowboys' defense knows it. Why don't you talk to us about something before we talk about the Cowboys' offense?
2: Oh, I'll talk to you about SeatGeek. Today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. If you don't know what SeatGeek is, they're a ticketing app that makes buying tickets super, super simple. It's a bucket list game, this Dallas game going down to Arlington, Texas. It's a bucket list thing, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to get my tickets whenever I go to a Giants-Cowboys game or even like if the Giants are on a bye and I want to go and just enjoy the beauties of that stadium. I'm going to use SeatGeek with over 28 million downloads. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. And that means number one in the world. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including sports, concerts, festivals, and more. They always want to make sure that you're getting a good deal. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots. Green means good. Red means Bad. And also, come join us at the end of the month because Bobby will be back up for the Giants-Patriots game. We'll be hosting our free tailgate in L-16. Um, so come to the Giants-Patriots game as well. See the Joe Judge revenge game. We forgot to hook up. Use code GIANTS for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code GIANTS. Click the link in the description to download the app. Bobby Skinner, you'll be glad you did.
0: You'll be glad you did. Now the Giants defense did not play horrible in that week one Cowboys game. Like they only allowed 4.8 yards per play, which is really, which is really solid. And then you had the two, you know, one special teams touchdown and then one pick six. So, you know, then 26 points DJ had another interception that led to points. We're solid in the red zone. If the Giants are able to stay competitive in this game for two to three quarters in any game this year really is because it's going to be against their defense. So again, I, we're realistic about the Giants right like I'm, we're not going into this and like plan of attack to this is how the Giants beat the Cowboys right like to beat the Cowboys you'd have to get kind of lucky um they're just way more talented than you have Tommy DeVito a quarterback but I do want to see the Giants defense perform well right like as the season gets better against evaluations like perform well against a good Cowboys offense um Right. And it's not like, again, it's not some like complex offense where it's just, there's not money answers for it. Like their only explosive play in the passing game was a rub route on CD Lamb that honestly should have been called for offensive pass interference outside of that. Like the Dak was off his game. The giants held tight end man coverage. You know, they got another big play off of a Hawkins defensive pass interference where he was not beat. The pass defense could be pretty good. Here's what I really want. I want to see Dexter Lawrence win versus Zach Martin. I'm tired of coming away from games where, we're facing Jason Kelsey or Zach Martin and Dexter Lawrence is not playing like really good. I want to see, I want to start seeing him do be all be at least not obviously he's not going to have dominant games, but look like an all pro versus the other all pros.
2: Yeah. Even Tyler Smith too, which Tyler Smith did play against the Eagles. I know some of that Cowboys offensive line is banged up a little bit, but, um, even Tyler Smith too, where Tyler Smith is more of the mainstay. I think you know Zach Martin could be on his way out within the next you know t- two ish, maybe three years, maybe even less. Tyler Smith is going to be the main the mainstay in the NFC East, and I think Tyler Smith is having a better year than Zach Martin right now. So I I just I kind of want to see. I, I agree with you. I kind of want to see Dex just have a good game in de- in general. And if we're talking about centers, Tyler Biotish, is if he if he's still if he's still active and he's still playing, I don't think he's very good. Um, so I, I think Dex should easily take advantage of, you know, when you're at nose tackle, take advantage of playing that center in Tyler Biotish. So um, I agree with you, man. I mean, this Cowboy offense, and I, I said it sarcastically in the open. This is the part where I was serious. The Cowboys have been one of the more quieter teams in the last month. Nobody's really, like, talked about them. And I think you have a theory as to why. I think we were talking off air one day. But also... They, they have one of the best offenses over since like week six. They're second in EPA per play. They're throwing the ball very well. They're not running it extremely well. They're running it a little bit below average. So this offense, they're they're kind of hitting their stride and playing some tougher opponents towards the, the middle part of the season. I would like to see this Giants defense give somewhat of a, solid, of a solid effort. Was it you I was talking with why the Cowboys might be like a quiet team in the NFL right now? Was it you it's I was
0: talking about that with? Was I was it because I said that teams are people are starting finally stopping to fall for the Cowboys midseason playing great? And yes. Just like, yeah. It's just every year. I told myself I'm not being fooled anymore, but last year was the first year where I'm said I'm not being fooled by the Dallas Cowboys midseason performances where they look like a Super Bowl contender and then they inevitably choke in the playoffs when they're playing good teams. And like the only playoff when they've had one in the last five years was against the Bucs, who were eight and nine, nine and eight. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Just before that, it was that Lions game, right? Um, before the Dez, Dez caught a uh, whole thing. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not falling for them. Also, I've mentioned Dex and pass rush. To win in the run game, Dex needs to win versus those guys, Tyler Smith and Zach Martin, too, yeah. right? Because allow your linebackers to play free. They do a great job of getting out on the outside. Even though the Cowboys run game is not what it once was, when they're playing the Giants, it usually gets back to that. So we need decks to have that type of game. Obviously, no Leonard Williams, so that's a, a drop-off to A'shawn and those guys. Okay, Eric okay, and McFadden, Let, play well up front so those guys can pl- continue to play fast and free. But again, you also have to be careful their play action. Like, we remember talk coming away from this game, the Giants, the Cowboys, like, didn't run any true drop or besides the handful. So they're going to try and get in your play action. So it's kind of like McFadden play free. Okay, okay, you gotta get back in your stuff. And then if it's Adore or Banks, we don't know if a is gonna even be healthy. Uh the C D Lamb battle is the battle for the Cowboys. They are a CD Lamb or bust offense. Their second leading receiver is Jake Ferguson, who by the way, me and you got me and you really liked as a tight end. Yeah, good for us. Um, in the draft. But we're also we are also like he'll do some stuff in the receiving game, but he's not really like a huge receiving threat. And look at him now, he's the second leading receiver on the Dallas Cowboys. In year two,
2: I was I was a little bit more high in him than you, so I'm, t- I'm taking that a little I'm taking that W a little bit more than you. I was the Jake
0: Ferguson guy. Oh. Don't don't that's that's shit. <laughs> Jake, I was the Jake Ferguson guy. I, I want to look at my old tweets. I did, a I take, did I take I, him?
2: Did I take him in a mock draft? I think I took him in a mock mock draft. Oh, I hope one of us did.
0: Good. Go part. watch. Whiskey. Go watch. Go watch Wisconsin tight end Jake Ferguson block Aiden Hudson and David Ojabo and then make a tough catches like this. See you at the Senior Bowl. I had him as my number five tight end in the class. I have a tweet saying, give me Jake Ferguson. Did I have him in a mock draft? I did.
2: My 2022 mock draft, I took him with my fifth round pick, 147th overall, tight end Jake Ferguson. And Which you know what's funny? What the pick? 147th pick. What round? Fifth round. Oh, fifth round. You really loved him. sounds Sounds like you really loved him. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't control the mock draft simulator. And you know what's funny? I took uh, Jalen Tolbert in the fourth round, both Cowboys.
0: Well, look at you, you little Dallas Cowboy
2: fan. Yep. And then I quote tweeted you. You said, "Go watch Wisconsin tight end Jake Ferguson block Aiden Hutchinson." And then I quote tweeted you uh, with another uh, with another blocking play. How do you like that?
0: I, I like that more than you do. Before, I almost, I, I had, a, so I, you know, I told my, told you, like, oh, I'd have more stuff in the office by
2: today. You don't. I You're had all these
0: plans to do it, <laughs> and I got stung. I got stung by a bee or a wasp. I don't, I don't know. And five years ago, I found out I was allergic to that. As I was passed out on a lawn, an anaphylactic shock. So, the first time in five years, I got stung, and i went into fucking survival mode so i keep benadryl on my i need to just get EpiPen and stop being a stubborn idiot because that's kind of the way i like when that happened five years ago they're like do you want me to call an ambulance and my mind thinking of an ambulance bill i'm like no like i could be dying and i'm like don't call the ambulance i like, can't move and my the glove box on my truck was broken and the benadryl was in there i grab a flathead screwdriver Bam! Break open the Benadryl, <laughs> start chewing on Benadryl, and then um, get take take a Benadryl and and wet it and start like rubbing
2: it on it, and then find a spray and went. Crazy. I was does that does that went, work? Wetting a Benadryl and rubbing it on the spot. Yeah,
0: you're supposed to. You're supposed to use baking soda, but you can use a Benadryl too. Uh, I went I went into survival mode yesterday because I was like, I'm not going to anaphylactic shock again. Like, I mean, I went I went in my truck, took a, I mean one of those long flatheads and just bam busted that thing open and just started chew. And if you've ever like benadryl will make your mouth numb too if you chew so part of me is like uh-oh is this the allergic reaction or is this benadryl and then after 25 minutes i'm like okay i i have made it i i have survived it. did you like so, sleep oh that's why i didn't get anything because i took i took like four or five benadryl oh my god and it knocked me out <laughs> i got home and was just i slept for like three or four hours and then, even when I got up, uh, woke up, I was just like super uh. sluggish, so I, I couldn't get anything done. That's tough. Yeah, so hopefully, I don't get stung again. I just need to
2: get a freaking EpiPen. Um, seeing you, being around you when there's a bee, it's it's crazy. I don't want to go into anaphylactic shock because you're a large human being, and you seeing you run run away and avoid something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. One of my friends was like, "Oh, the sting hurts." I was like, "I don't. I, you
0: could sting me twenty five times. I don't give a damn about the sting." Give a damn about my my heart wanting to stop.
2: You ever hear uh, uh, that story of I, I got stung by a bee getting out of the shower when I was in college? No, I did. It was I in didn't my even know towel. I was allergic.
0: I was I got stung before uh, the last time and never went to anaphylactic shock.
2: You ever get stung while you were naked? Nope. I did. That's weird.
0: I know. Why don't we bring on Danny King? But first, first, the world can be a crazy, stressful, overwhelming place full of bees. So what do you do want? You want to just forget all about the bees and chill? Our friends at Cushy Dreams have got you. Cushy Dreams is the finest in legal cannabis. And that's products like smokable Delta eight CBD flower and pre-rolls. And they've got gummies. Their Delta 9 THC gummies contain the same active type of THC as the stuff they only sell at the dispensary. They come in strawberry, sour watermelon, green apple, and tangerine. They also have extra strength 1000 milligram Delta H THC gummies as part of their limited edition artist series. And everything from Cushy Dreams is federally legal in the United States and discreetly shipped to you. One winner uh will get gets a pack of cushy Dream products worth over 250 dollars that includes pre-rolls gummies and more. how to win you're automatically entered when you make a purchase this month when you use the promo code giants 25 each purchase counts as one entry 21 plus so go to cushydreams.com k-u-s-h-y dreams.com and use promo code giants 25 for 25 percent off your next order that's 25 percent off an entry to win free stuff with promo code giants 25. come on pay attention in there let's go we got a beautiful day work play fast play fast whoa ah. we now welcome on danny king for weather and trivia danny what's the weather
1: going to look like in dallas or arlington texas you know that dome back-to-back dome games you know love that love to see that for the culture it's gonna be 64 degrees a uh, slight chance of rain, so if you're in Dallas, it might rain a little bit there. Nothing crazy, though. Windy as well, but luckily you'll be indoors, so the weather won't affect you. This team may affect you mentally and everything else, but the weather won't be a factor, so that's always a plus. We're walking to and from the stadium if it's raining. Is it going to rain before or after the game? Uh, It's going to rain. It's, I mean, it's just like all throughout the game. like It's just like showers like from like kickoff on. So I probably, probably when you're walking to the stadium, you'll, you'll probably get him a shower. Five, so five maybe days. that
2: stupid glare, that stupid sunshine glare won't actually impact
1: the game at all. Oh, well, that is a good point. I didn't even think about that from that standpoint. See, is the, this I a 430 just, I just game? my mic right there. Yeah, it's it is. It's 425. Fucking
0: America. NFL, dude.
2: America's Game of the Week. I'm yeah, so Kevin, tired of this shit, dude.
1: Kevin, uh, the entire main Fox crew on this game. Main Fox crew. Why? Why? They've Why? been blessed with Why? this game why does the whole world need to watch tommy devito they could right. flex this out they could this is the worst week of pride time we'll talk about that with spread picks obviously but i wonder if they're gonna i'm yeah,
0: everyone wants them to flex out the giants packers monday night football game but i kind of don't i just want to enjoy that sunday and, and and just deal with monday yes. night football i agree all right uh just let's the do what's what's trivia this week
1: well, trivia this week. Uh, first off, I wanted to go see last time the Giants started back with quarterback. There was no good trivia points to come from this game. It was when Mike Lennon absolutely sucked, and then we all thought Jake Fromm was the future. Yeah, for Jake about Fromm like a, had that drive at the end of the game. About, about drive and a half. They also said 77,000 people were at that game. That feels like a lie. So I'm just going to go simple this week. You know, who who leads the Giants in receiving yards in a game against the Dallas Cowboys? Who doesn't, you know? Flexible Burris. Flexible Burris. Justin, do you have an answer?
2: I think that is correct, but I will say Kadarius Tony.
1: <laughs> Justin pulled that out of nowhere. He's correct. I forgot
2: about Tony.
1: Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony back in. It kind of shocked me to learn that it actually was Tony. Like franchise uh, history? Uh, yeah, like, like in any game against the Dallas Cowboys, it was Kadarius Tony. That's crazy. In, in, in a single game, he had 189 yards. Uh, Which
0: uh, Blacks had that three touchdown game. Victor Cruz had that game at the end of 2011. I'm like, that's. I forgot about the Tony game.
1: 189 yards on 10 targets. Uh, Let's see. He had no touchdowns that game. Yeah, no touchdowns that game. 76% catch percentage. Yards per target. He like averaged like 18.9 yards per reception. So. And he he,
2: didn't even play the whole game because he punched somebody in the face.
1: He punched somebody (laughs) in the face and got ejected.
0: So he had 189 yards in that game. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna do some math real quick. 189 yards. What's the percentage of how many yards that Over was? Over 25% of his career yards <laughs> yeah. came in that game. Yeah. 26.3% <laughs> 20, of his yards came Does this in include game. with the – this does not include with the Chiefs, right? This is only with the Giants? No, this does include with the Chiefs. <laughs> you know that he still has not – and he has – as a Chief, he has not had more receiving yards than as a Giant.
1: That's hilarious. And he he's only definitely has played.
0: 298 yards in two years with the uh, with the Chiefs.
1: Like, it, it generally, like, it should have shocked me because we knew, obviously, he, like, went off that game for what he was in the game. But just seeing it still just made me laugh. And I needed that laugh going into this game. This Dude, week. and it
0: was so perfect that he finished it off with a punch, just punching somebody. Like, it was amazing. All right. Uh, let's do fantasy. Um, I won last week. Uh, so, I'm in second. I'm 3.7 points behind Danny. Um, and then Justin is in last. He's 26.7 points back. I'll be picking first, Danny second, Justin third uh pretty simple i'm going cd lamb he (laughs) at cd lamb or bust for the it's cd lamb or bust for the cowboys offense and a cd lamb or bust for the first pick in the fantasy draft danny who
1: do you got i don't know why i didn't think he would go cd lamb because like as you guys talked about that's literally the can i say something i'm thinking about maybe next
0: year changing it to either no ppr or half ppr because i feel like it becomes like oh well it's better to take Juan dale Who's gonna get five catches for twenty five yards versus like, you know, a running back who may get seventy-five yards and not a touchdown? I think half PPR is fair. We'll we'll know. see. We'll think about it. We maybe maybe we'll change it next year. I'm in a
2: we'll I'm f- in a half PPR um fantasy football league this year for the first time. And it's like it it does put more value on like running backs, even if they don't catch a shit ton of passes. So
0: yeah, I want running backs to have more value at the top of these drafts um which again they're always like a first they're always picking the top four but i like there to be a little more threat of that um but i'm gonna go cd lamb even if we weren't doing ppr danny who you got
1: i was told to avoid any giant at all costs besides one and that man's name is saquon barkley and so i will take saquon barkley and i know a lot of the guys suck but, I mean, he's got to get touches. And for as long as Saquon Barkley is healthy and the Giants running back under a to DeVito-led offense, he will get touches and he will get points. Hopefully, hopefully that's, that's, the, that's, that's the goal. So, Saquon.
0: Yeah, I just don't know if the Giants are capable of touchdowns, and that's why I'm excited that you took Saquon. Justin, you got back-to-back yeah. picks.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take two Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys starting running back and also the Cowboys player that's third in the team in receptions, and that being Tony Pollard. And then I'll take the Cowboys player that's second on the team in receptions, and that's Jake Ferguson.
0: Well, you're finally giving Jake Ferguson a little more respect. Not in the fifth round. <laughs> have, you, have you even has Jake Ferguson even made these drafts? Um, he probably did week one. Yeah, so we've went. We've the, the top four of my big board are the top four that went. I had Saquon third after Pollard. Danny, who's uh, your second pick?
1: Yeah, now 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 she's not fun anymore. No, no,
0: it's now it's like okay, this is this is the decider, yeah.
1: Uh, man, you know, we're, yeah. it
0: sucks that we're back in the guess the one Giants receiver who will have like four catches for 40 yards, yeah. And it really uh, sucks. Uh, it's, it's it's This is this, this may go down as the lowest points per game season because we have to do eight more games of this, and it wasn't great in the beginning, um, like last year. Like this, this maybe go down as the lowest point total per name. We'll see. Who do you got?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know you you guys talked about Darius Slayton, and there's like really a part of me that's like if there is gonna be the one John receiver to get it, it's gonna be Darius Slayton. But I, I just with my slim lead right now, I'm just gonna take the team. I was gonna I'm just gonna uh I'm just gonna take Brandon Cooks. Okay. I'm glad you took Brandon Cooks because I
0: because I had Michael Gallup next to my big board. Michael Gallup has had games against the Giants, and when when facing man coverage with the Giants are gonna do a lot, Dak will be willing to throw versus him. Um and Deontay Banks has been low key a little stinky lately. And I think bit, that's you know, it's either Deontay Banks or Trey Hawkins covering him. Um so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Gallup and then uh. I'm actually going to go safe, even though I, if you ask me who's have a a better game, I'd probably say Slayton. I'm going to take Wandale because of the PPR. Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to play it safe that he's going to get me some PPR. Tommy DeVito did throw a touchdown to him. um. So I, I'm going to play it safe this week. I'm going Wandale Robinson. I don't see him being, couldn't being possibly shut out from a game. Slayton could be. Danny, your third pick.
1: Yeah, I do regret you going, uh, Wandale There, I'm just gonna take Darius at this point. Like, I, I do think there's a chance he could get completely shut out, but I just don't like any of my other options right now to work with. So I'm gonna take, uh, take Darius here.
0: Justin, back to back picks. Oh, man.
2: I really thought Luke Shoemaker had more catches this year. I mean, he has three. I know, just, I
0: thought I was going like, oh, shooting maker.
2: Three like catches. Like I'm thinking like, oh, well, there's a better chance of the Cowboys backup tight end scoring a touchdown and honestly the Giants number two receiver. Uh, um, just uh, Daniel Bellinger, let's let's go let's go for touchdown or bust here. You got two picks. Daniel Bellinger won. I regret I regrettedly regrettingly have two picks. <laughs> um I'll take Luke Schuunmaker because why not? Because uh, let's ride with the let's ride with all three tight ends that are going to be used in this game.
0: Lawrence Cager, uh, Lawrence Cager's best receiving game probably was versus the Cowboys last La- year. So.
2: Lawrence Cager lock for a uh, for a touchdown this week. No, I disagree. I think the Eagles last year was Lawrence Cager's best game as a Giant. The game when they weren't playing. The game where no starters were playing. Yes,
0: that's like a preseason. game. That's like saying a preseason game is his best game.
1: Hey, Danny, your last pick. Um, yeah, no, I don't need to do one. Uh, oh man. Um wow. wow. Wow, wow, wow. So Justin, you went Belger and who's the other guy. It's and shoemaker. Luke Shoonmaker. Shoemaker. shoemaker. Jalen Tolbert could uh catch a deep pass. Catch a deep pass. Uh, why is oh I'm on the wrong side here. Ha <laughs> ha. Um Man. Uh, you know, you know what, Justin, just because of that, I'm going to listen to adjust, uh, Justin's advice here. Uh, I'm going to take Jalen Tolbert. Ah! Justin, special right there.
0: I'm so conflicted. It's like, part of me wants to go Hyatt, right? Obviously, that's the most capable of points. But I'm going to actually go... Again, this game's probably going to be a blowout. I'm gonna go Rico Dowdle, the backup running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa. I think they'll be willing to give him some touches. I know like no. I hate leaving Hyatt off of this, but he's just one. so capable of having like more games than not, he ends up being a dud um with his with his production. So I right, could recap. Danny who's in first has Saquon Barkley, Brandon Cooks, Darius Slayton, and Jaden Tolbert, myself in second, three and a half point, three point seven points back. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Wando Robinson, Rico Dowdle. And then Justin, Tony Pollard, Jake Ferguson, Daniel Bellinger, and Luke Schneemaker. All right, it's time for Giant Factors. And you're wondering, why didn't you talk about this matchup at the beginning of the show, Bobby? My one thing that the Giants can do, the, the one thing on the Giants that will make me happy the rest of the year is watching Andrew Thomas. Now, unfortunately, and two battles against, the last two battles versus Michael Parsons, he was like very sick. And then injured his hamstring on the first drive of the game. He's healthy. He's back. And I want to see Andrew Thomas. I want to be able to clip up Andrew Thomas versus Micah Parsons and, and say, that's that's your daddy, um, Andrew Thomas. And give it to where Tommy DeVito is not totally getting crushed. Like, well, he's not going to get crushed on the blind side, but at least give him, like, some comfort. Like, hey, you, at least you got yourself protected over here, uh, young Tommy. So I'm going to go Andrew Thomas as my, as my giant factor. Danny, who do you get?
1: Uh, uh i'm just gonna go wandale uh i mean tom devito's gonna be looking for someone to, uh he, i don't think he's gonna have much confidence to pass the ball deep and even giants may want him to avoid that so this could be like a nice little wandale robs game hitting him uh maybe tommy develops some sort of chemistry there with wandale there's any receiver right now that i see it's either slayton or wandale so i'm just gonna rock with wandale this week look wandale uh it's tough it's tough you had you've had good games here also had just kind of games where you like hey, you know not really a part of the game plan but just just I, I just want to enjoy watching Wandale. I want to enjoy watching everyone on this offense, but Wandale is someone that I can see being a, a big part of this offense moving forward. We all see that. So, Wandale, just let's go have some fun games. Touchdown this week may not be possible, but just give, give Tommy DeVito something to rely on, and I think you could be that guy. So, Wandale Robinson, you're the giant factor.
0: Wink Mart- or Jordan Renon. Wink Martindale says he spoke to Xavier McKinney this week about his comments. Martindale specifies first time in his career this kind of complaint happened to him. It hurt him. It did. You read it and you go, what? Thinks it was frustration over an in-game adjustment. They've handled it. Okay. All right. Not that big of news. D- Justin, who's your uh, your giant factor for week 10? Well,
2: I don't know what's funny about that. That's a perfect transition because Xavier McKinney is my giant factor this week. Uh, don't need to expand upon it much. Xavier McKinney. Talking shit, pointing fingers at another coaching staff, second coaching staff in a row. This one probably, well, no, even last one, not really deservedly so. Not Patrick Graham, not the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, this coaching staff has some disagreements with it. He's not heard. Well, we haven't been hearing much of you on the field outside of kind of going to the All-22 and be like, oh, look at Xavier McKinney, prevent this. Look box at Xavier safety. McKinney, cover this. Look at Xavier McKinney be at box safety. Go out there, be heard. You want to be heard? Well, make give us a reason for us to hear you this Sunday. Force a turnover, make a big play, make a splash, be a giant factor.
0: Very nice. All right, now we're going to get into spread picks before we get into them. Danny, are spread picks brought to us by?
1: Guys, I just want to know, do you guys know who the pretenders are? I mean, it could be the Dolphins. If we're be out. And who the are Cowboys, the content- actually. The Cowboys oh. are actually pretenders. <laughs> Do you guys know any, like, and who are the contenders? Uh, like, Chiefs? Bang- Bengals, kind of turning it on right now? Bangles. Bengals. I don't know, but we're more than halfway through the NFL season, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers could bet just 5 bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers could take advantage of a sweetener offer every Game day. You heard that every game day. So right now, get in on the football action with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app right now. No choice. Download it right now. and Use promo code WORLD. New customers can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code World, W-O-R-L-D. The crown is yours. Gambling Pro, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambler, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issue. case dot Com slash football terms, eligibility, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Guys, you will be glad you did. Justin, you recognize this? Um, Yes.
0: I rock, right? Yeah, I rock. I rock 2004 Johnson car. Nice. Right Next to my E Manning helmet. Rocking NASCAR. Can't see it. Um. Spread picks. I won last week, baby. I'm back. Went four and four. You guys <laughs> all went three and five. You're back. And the listeners, the shit talking listeners. Oh, we're so much better than you. Blah, blah, blah. You're under 500, 34 and 35. If you bet on every single pick, you'd lose money. Losers. And they're also just also one game over, uh, below 500. Losers. <laughs> um Justin and Danny, also losers. 30 and 39. They both went back. Uh three and five last week. They're four games back at the listeners. Myself, who is uh won last week, so technically a winner. I am twenty-eight and forty-one. Significantly farther behind the listeners. Who won last week? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a game I'm so interested in <laughs> on Thursday Night Football. Panthers at Bears minus three. The listeners represented by Evan Boyd this week are going Bears minus three. I, I think I'm just taking the plus on uh, – I'm taking the dog on, on every Thursday Night Football for the rest of the year. I'm going Panthers plus there. I think this is – they. I think they win versus the tyson Bajant Bears. Justin, who do you got?
2: I'm also going to go – Panthers, but if you actually do bet money on this game, I think you need to be checked into like an institution.
1: <laughs> that that's what you should call one-eight hundred gambler, probably. Um Panthers are one and six
0: against the spread. UPS just like dropped off a package and motherfucker was not handling with care.
1: Sounded <laughs> like a fucking firework outside. I was so because I didn't hear Bobby like said it to me, I was like, I was like, all right, I guess you, do you know what you got delivered first off? It, probably, a a die or, uh, probably a diecast.
2: Probably <laughs> <laughs> a diecast, which is probably uh, broken now.
1: So speaking uh. of speaking
2: <laughs> of one eight hundred gambler, you need help.
1: <laughs> uh, pay, yeah, payers are one to six against the spread this year, so I'm just gonna be different and go the Chicago Bears, Tyson Badgett, but uh, but hey. Matt Everpleuse, Justin Fields is doubtful, but he might play, but he's also out. No, that's he's like out. Matt Eber, that's what Matt Everpleuse, I'm just say what Matt Eberflus said at a press conference yesterday. He, he said he may play, but he's out. Is that what he said? He said doubtful. Then he's like, we'll see in pregame warm ups. And then he's like, oh, no, sure, he's out. okay. Yeah, it, it was the most confused. thing Bears, 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 the Bears, Bears.
0: Have you ever listened to a Bears press conference? It's the most annoying shit in the world. They have, because you know how they do transcripts for the reporters? Yeah. You literally hear the transcript in the in the background the entire time. Just type it away. <laughs> it's like fucking figure it out, Chicago man! You guys are a shitty franchise. <laughs> uh, Texans at Bengals minus six and a half. Justin, are you are you riding the Bengals? Or are you getting in on the CJ Stroud hype? I think I
2: am. I think the Texans can still play like a respectable game, even if they lose by ten. So, and I think that's likely.
1: So give me the Bengals here. I'm going Bengals as well, Danny. Who do you got? Oh, game of the week, some are calling it. Uh, I'm taking the Texans plus yeah. six and a half. I'll be honest with you. I, I Jay Stroud's fun now. As I say that, he'll probably suck this week, but I'm also probably gonna be relying on Nico Collins as well this week in fantasy. So I would like the uh, Texans to make this a close game, and I think they could keep it within six and a half, even with listeners the
0: agree. First two, first two games of the on the, on the of the slate. Me and Justin versus Danny and the listeners which I'm glad you guys picked different on Thursday Night Football so you guys aren't tied in the standings for Sunday morning. Browns at Ravens minus six. Ravens won this game pretty easily uh, in their first matchup. You didn't have Deshaun Watson. I know Deshaun Watson isn't playing good, but he's a lot better than what the Ravens or the Browns had. And I think the Browns will be able to make enough adjustments. I think the Browns end up covering this. uh, Browns plus six, even though I think the Ravens win by three points. Danny, who do
1: you got? Uh, I mean, maybe I'm just buying too much into the Ravens hype, but I'm going to be going Ravens this week. I mean, they're, they're just a very good football team, and I feel like at home, they're also just a really good football I don't see right now. I mean, the Browns good defense. I just don't see their offense being able to keep up with this team.
0: Listeners agree. So, Justin, are you going to keep it three for three, me and you versus the listeners and Danny?
2: Man, the Ravens have been kicking ass. So they're due for a tight game. Ravens have been kicking ass. They're, you know, do if you believe in do, which I do. Nah, give me the Ravens. Me
0: versus the world. Me versus the world. 49ers at Jacks plus 30. This is the game of the week, Danny King. Um, I'm a big believer in the 49ers. Like, I have no panic about them. Coming off the bye week, obviously, is, you, you have a little bit of rust. But the Panthers, or the Panthers, the 49ers are just supremely more talented than the Jacksonville Jags um and I think I think they're gonna get after them I'm going 49ers minus three Justin
2: I'll tell you what Jaguars defense is pretty darn good and it's been playing really well over the last month and 49ers defense has not been playing very well I you know what Say it with your chest. I think this is an upset. I think the Jags win. Danny.
1: First off, just read Tom Coughlin inducting into the pride of the Jaguars class 2024. So shout out Tom Coughlin. Good for him. I thought they uh, like, hated him. Yeah, well, I guess he's. Well, I mean,
0: his coaching stint was really good there.
1: Not, a, not as a front office member. I'll go co- His
2: coaching, I'm sorry, his coaching stint. I'm very passionate about this because I've done a lot of research on this. <laughs> his coaching stint. And did very similarly to how his front office stint did, like people just being like, "You are just an asshole."
0: Which, yeah, but he got them to like an AFC Championship game
2: as an expansion franchise. He did, but he also costed them a lot of good players, and like yeah. the, the, all of them wanted to leave.
1: Yeah.
2: I never yeah. said a bad thing about Tom Coughlin. Take that.
1: Take all of these that out.
2: Jaguar, these pussies. Yeah. sorry yeah, oh, upset.
0: Sorry. Kind of said, totally bunch cut. of pussies sorry i sorry i like i like the opinions of justin tuck and michael strahan and all these people and not pussies from the from jacksonville danny mm-hmm. who did
1: you pick i picked the jacks you know it's that part of the season one bobby's just letting letting pussies fly on it letting pussies fly <laughs> 49ers minus three for the for the listeners titans at bucks minus one Danny. Good lord. Um, Titans at Bucks. Malik Willis. Not Malik Willis. Will Levis. Kind of fun. Will Levis. Kind of fun. Call myself there. Um, You know, let's rock Will Levis again this week. I know we had a, not the, they lost last week to the Steelers, but I mean, it was a tough one. And And I think they could bounce back into Bucks. Seeing that, that's obviously regressing right now.
0: Yeah, the Steelers defense is good. The listeners are going Titans. I'm going Titans. Justin, are you going against us?
2: Yeah, even though the Bucks defense has sucked. Um I do think Todd Bowles is gonna put the the rookie QB in a little bit of a pretzel, so give me the bucks.
0: I remember once Daniel Jones had a rookie game versus Todd Bowles. Wow. Well, remember how remember the memories? Yeah. Should we do um a a tribute video for Daniel Jones? <laughs> so I, I'm actually land on both sides of that. Like it's 2023. We got to stop doing the um, "it's a long day" song um, for people, especially like obviously DJ hasn't won, but Daniel Jones has been the Giants' quarterback for five years. Did yeah. get a contract, like I like the idea that like know, they, they haven't won a bunch of games. You can't have any type of negative or you know emotion against uh, about this is also silly. I I think
1: you do it. I think you do it after. Like, I am sad no about that. I, I I don't th- you do it after he's no longer the starting quarterback. I mean, well, he's not, but when, when he's off the team officially, when the future quarterback is here, that's yeah. what he see.
0: Does. I think this is the perfect because when he's off the team, it's going to be he's going to be cut. He's going to be a year after a franch after a, a rookie cube. I think this is if there's any again, just, just no more
2: you know fast and furious songs. Um, if Julian were working here and he made a video that wasn't like he died, then I'd be like, yeah, we should put it out see, I mean, it'd be it's, it's, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's, it's hard to do that after his worst stretch of football. Um. Anyways. So I guess my answer is that no, probably wouldn't do that. Lions at Chargers plus three. I think this is the, who are you game? I'm going to go Chargers plus three because like, we don't fully know who, uh, maybe we fully do know, but it's like, which one of these teams is better. I'm going to go Chargers plus three. I'm just going to take the points. Justin.
1: Lions. Danny. scary thing to me here is the Chargers are our home underdogs. I'm not really a fan of that, but man, the, I mean, I feel like the Lions struggle on the road. You know, I'm going to rock five this week. I'm going to take the Chargers to, to cover this game. Listeners agree. Falcons at Cardinals plus one
0: and a half. Kyler Murray's back. I'm all in on the Cardinals, baby Cardinals plus one and a half. Justin.
2: I hate the Falcons. Maybe the Falcons, though. Huh?
1: <laughs> Danny I mean but they have two ass quarterbacks maybe I don't know I don't even know what we're gonna get from Kyler I'll take the Cardinals here as well uh home dogs again you know gotta rock with the home dogs
0: listeners agree Justin versus Justin versus all of us in the last three picks all right and then Sunday Night Football Jets at Raiders plus one the listeners are going Raiders plus one
1: who do you got Danny I was told the Jets are back, and it was Jet Life Stadium. I was told that last week, I guess.
0: Kings of New York. Have you ever seen the video of the kid who comes out the Stone Cold Steve Austin song and busts the beer bottles in the pool? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought about the quote tweet in the Kings of New York tweet with that, but I figured I'd I'd know. So who do you get, Danny?
1: uh i got the i got the raiders they're a fun team uh they could actually have a quarterback that's producing unlike one guy that does it in 24 seconds so i take the raiders this weekend antonio pierce is a fun game even though what can i do say it was kind of annoying seeing the raiders smoke cigars after beating the giants like congrats antonio pierce first game you guys are back but don't act like you just beat the number one team in the nfl let's roll please those were i hate josh mcdaniels that's what that was okay Yes, okay, that's, um, that, that's if, fair. If it's a I also Gale's thought about quote tweeting Zach
0: Rosenblatt when he's saying like this is pitiful. Or, he had some tweet like this is terrible for the Jets. I was thought about waiting until there's 24 seconds left and being like, hold on, there's still 24 seconds left. <laughs> nice. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to be petty. Justin, who do you got? Better than me. I
2: mean, the Jets have to right. They have to win. They have to.
1: They get Aaron Rodgers back in a fortnight.
2: Apparently, first game for the interim head coach is great. Second game is when it goes downhill. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But even if it was – like, I would
0: pick the Jets in this anyways. Their defense is still really good. And what they do is – like, I think they're going to – I think Aiden O'Connell is going to look horrible this week because, like, watching the Jets for, for those Giants families, like, they give you, like, zone looks, which makes you think, okay, work your concepts. Hit the, but they just close in on everything. And I feel like that's going to be a real issue uh, for O'Connell. Um, and then they can get to you without blitzing too so I I think the Jets I think this will be a game where the Jets defense really dominates Um, and I actually think if there's a game for Zach Wilson to play well it's this game Tommy DeVito when he wasn't taking sacks uh, you know was able to complete the ball down the field so I, I got the Jets in this too all right it's time for your predictions of Giants Cowboys Danny what do you got
1: uh yeah we're gonna lose pro- probably like do i did they hit 40 again this week i i don't know i don't know a lot of these went right for the Cowboys last week giants lose 35 to 6 35 to 6 randy bullock game randy bullock two, game. Oh, so two field goals not a missed two, extra point i had two field goals two field goals we haven't seen
0: Randy Bullock kick a kick either because they went for two and their one touchdown. I was gonna be honest; I legitimately forgot
1: who was the kicker. I almost said Cade York, but then I remember it
0: still could be Cade York. By the way, more. you did pick
1: Graham Gano as your giant factor last week. No, I, I said I, I. said the kicker. I said the kicker. To be fair,
0: I said whoever was our kicker. Okay, uh, Justin, who do you? What
2: do you got? Mike Florio predicted a fifty-two to ten Cowboy victory if anybody cares about that, even though he's an asshole. Um, 31 to 10. So I'll agree with Mike Florio with 10 points. The Giants are going to get killed.
0: They're going to get dominated. So we appreciate you guys. <laughs> we'll see you on a reaction pod. Giant 77, Cowboy 0. Until then, <laughs> let's go big.